Hello, this is Michael Dubin with Living Skills. In our time together in this podcast, I would like to talk about running anxiety. How do you know if you are running anxiety? There is a lot of anxiety run riot in the world right now. It is everywhere and is about pretty much everything. The world has entered uncharted territory and we are uncertain of where our lives or our world are going. Uncertainty produces anxiety. Problem is, thinking about anxiety makes us anxious. Many of us are so used to living with it that we don't give it a lot of thought. It is kind of there in the background, but hey, it's only anxiety. We get used to the feelings of unease, apprehension, nervousness. I'm just feeling a little out of sorts or off-center or... I've got things on my mind, but it's no big deal. Actually, yes it is. Anxiety, left unanswered, builds. It suffocates you mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and eventually can destroy your health. Ah, come on, it's it's not a big deal, and I'll get to it later. I've got bigger fish to fry right now. What's a little jitters? Now, As it is a big subject, we are going to start with how do you even know you're anxious, right? If what I said is true, that we become so accustomed to it that we don't realize that we are at sufferance of it, then how do we know? My fave is food. Eating when I'm not hungry. Many people call it stress eating. Standing in front of the open fridge at 3.30 a.m. grabbing out the fixins for a turkey and cheese sandwich. Well, I was having trouble sleeping, and I always sleep better with food on my stomach. Or, you feed your spouse their favorite meal, and they've eaten until they've nearly fallen out, but 30 minutes later, they're rummaging through the pantry looking for a bag of chips because they're feeling a bit peckish. How is that even possible? The presence of addictions, chemical or mechanical, are a sign that we are trying to run off anxiety. Chemical addictions, whether food, booze, drugs, coffee, cigs, chocolate, sugar, that chocolate you just gotta have. That cig before you commit murder. The food consumption that borders on or crosses over into binging. If I ate it fast, it didn't count, right? If I didn't enjoy it, it didn't count, right? Needing to fill my mouth. Habituated chemical addictions is a way of doing anxiety. Mechanical addictions. The nail biters who will chew their own fingers down to their first knuckle. The hair twisters who aren't even conscious of how much they do it. The jaw clenchers and grinders. I had a boss who clenched and unclenched her jaw all day, every day, regardless of what was going on around her. And she was oblivious to it. My roommate in college who ground his teeth and jaw so ferociously every night that I could hear it from down the hall. The folks who can't stop jiggling their leg, bouncing that knee up and down at ever-increasing speeds, running off anxiety. Some people pick fights, usually about insignificant things. 
How many times do I have to tell you to put the cap back on the toothpaste? It's unsanitary and it's messy. Can't you ever respect my wishes? How come everything always has to be your way? And off we go. One guy's boyfriend came home and launched into a tirade about who knows what. And when he was finished, the guy asked him, So what has any of that got to do with me? The response, Why can't you ever listen to anything I tell you? Usually they aren't, or you aren't really even angry. Just looking to pick a fight to run off anxiety. And even though the fight usually starts over minor or inconsequential things, the person being attacked gets suckered in and will fight back. And it can escalate and terrible things get said and emotional damage done and trust gets broken all because I was feeling anxious. Potentially throwing away a loving relationship to run off anxiety. Another way many of us handle our anxiety is to worry about everything. Everything. Constantly. It can almost become obsessive. Do my tires look, look worn to you? I'm thinking that they are starting to wear out. Maybe I should go get them checked. Um, it's dark out right now and you just bought them six months ago, so it's unlikely they're about to give out. Did you see that rash in that commercial? Doesn't that look just like this red spot on my elbow? My God, I better go get checked out for psoriasis. Your elbow is red because you've been leaning on it. Yeah, well, you know, just in case. What if the lunch meat in the kids' sandwiches wasn't stored properly? How many eggs are there in the fridge? I worry, and I worry, and I worry. Now, things will rotate on and off the checklist of things I worry about, but by trying to be hypervigilant and aware, by worrying about everything, maybe I can keep the bad stuff at bay, running my anxiety through worrying. Some people turn into martyrs. You go to get your COVID vaccine, and you even have an appointment, and they not only keep you waiting, but they take other people first, and you know they did it to you deliberately. The server refills everybody else's water glass except yours, and you know it was premeditated. The busybody at work who is so busy helping everybody else with their work that they can't get their own work done, and then they can't understand why nobody appreciates all that they've done to help everybody else. Nobody understands me. Nobody ever helps me. I guess I'll just have to do it all myself. Followed with a heave and sigh. <sighs> Martyring themselves as a way to, to distract from the anxiety that they are feeling. Some people go into depression. The weight of the depression gets so heavy that they can't get out from under it. Not feeling a little down, but really depressed. And it can take weeks, months, even years to escape the suffocation of the depression brought on by anxiety. Others go into righteousness and blame. There is a lot of this out in the world right now, but it gets to the point of absolute absurdity. The world's going to hell in a handbasket because the rotten liberals are a bunch of satanic, cannibalistic pedophiles, blah, blah, blah. You know, that makes me mad because if I had known I was a cannibal, I could have saved a fortune at Kroger over the years. Thing is, in the 10,000 years of recorded human history, blame has never solved anything. 
Accountability, yes. Blame, no. But there is tons of blame in our world. And righteousness, whose sole purpose is to make the righteous feel superior to and better than whomever is the object of their scorn. Running anxiety by blaming and being righteous. And finally, procrastination. The people who let the mail pile up for weeks or months, but they're going to get to it. The closet I've been meaning to clean out and sort through forever, but I keep throwing stuff in there instead. That two-minute phone call that I need to make for work, but I can't make it on Monday because they're just getting back to work and I, I really don't want to bother them. And then Tuesday comes and I call, but they're, you know, they're really just kind of getting back into the swing of things, so I don't want to be a nuisance. And on it goes, and now it's Friday and the week is over, so I'll call next week. Or the bill I need to pay. Or whatever. Procrastination is how I do my anxiety. If any of this sounds familiar, good. Because one of the steps of escaping being smothered by your anxiety is to know that you have it and being aware of what you do to run it off. And then you can start looking for alternative, less destructive ways to express it. I hope you have found this podcast of use. If you have any questions or comments or want more information about Living Skills, please feel free to email me at livingskillsinc at gmail.com or contact me through my website, www.livingskills.pro. At Living Skills, we offer positive psychology and transpersonal psychology coaching and counseling, spiritual coaching and counseling, and psychological skills training and education. We are especially sensitive to the needs of the LGBTQ community and also the millennial generation, but our services and skills are applicable to and we work with everyone. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast and will join me again in the future. This is Michael Dubin in Atlanta. Thanks for listening.